Hi guys, thank you so much for joining me again. This is After She Reads the Podcast. Today we continue with the book of Jonah, in Jonah chapter 3. And before we dive into it, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I'm truly grateful for each and everyone who has uh, been tuning into the podcast and just listening. I am truly grateful for each and every one of them. Father, I pray for you to help me articulate myself and help me to just um, be covered by you during this whole time. I pray all of this in your name, Father, just say Amen. Today, we are reading chapter 3 and the title is Jonah Goes to Nineveh. I was just thinking it should have been Jonah finally goes to Nineveh <laughs> because we all know how it happened the first time. He took a detour. He was not. He was not planning on going to Nineveh at all. If it had, if he had gone to Tashish, that was going to be it for him. And um, he gets a second calling from God. And the first time, God just says, "You know, go to Nineveh. They're evil. Preach against them." And I think that kind of gave Jonah a bit of a fright because now it's like, "Oh no!" So. I'm just supposed to rebuke these people, these evil people who are so wicked, and I'm supposed to rebuke them? Just me, this mere little human? First of all, which words am I supposed to even tell these people? Like, how do I even start to rebuke these people? And I think that gave him a lot of fright, and he decided to run. But in his second calling, I feel like God decided to be a bit more specific and a bit more clear. It's like, okay, Jonah. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim it, the message I give you. So I'm giving you my, so God is there, I'm giving you the purpose and I'm also going to direct you throughout this purpose. So don't be afraid because I will give you the words. I will give you the message. I will tell you what you need to say. And that's amazing. I think sometimes because we're, we're just given our purpose. It may be overwhelming because we don't know how to execute the rest of it. It's like, where do I go from here? And um, sometimes that, that is our downfall. Sometimes that is how we end up on a boat to fish. And unfortunately, it's not everyone who, you know, gets um, storm sent. Um, to get them to be thrown off the boat or anything. Some people get to Tashish and it's a long road back to back to their purpose. Um, the good thing is Jonah obeyed the word and he went to Tashish. No, he went to Nineveh. <laughs> he went to Nineveh. And when he got to Nineveh, it took him three days to to preach and um, get the word through it. And amazingly so, people received the word very well. I see myself being Jonah and saying, what is happening? How come you evil, wicked people are receiving God's word so easily? Like, what is happening? Um... Literally, after three days of preaching in the city, they started fasting. They fasted and they had um, sick cloths, 
on their bodies whilst they were fasting. Even when the word got to the king, he even decreed that nothing, not even an animal, should eat. Because everyone was fasting. Everyone was praying to God that they may be redeemed. We're talking about an, an evil, wicked, you know, their reputation really was not the greatest. But when Jonah went in and preached the message that God had given him, they received it so well. It, it, it almost seemed a bit too easy. And then you get to, um, to verse 9. The king says, this is after telling people that everyone should fast, you know, um, and call on God agently um, and give up their evil ways and their violence. Verse 9 says, he says, Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. This is a king who was not... <laughs> Who is not good, you know, before hearing the word of God? Isn't that something which tells you, like, what the transform, what a transformation the word of God can actually do in someone's life? And I think it's actually something that sometimes um, confuses us or conflicts us because when we go out and like we're telling people. <sighs> the differences between good and bad and they actually repent I think we get confused because sometimes we're like but you're bad I'm not even saying let me not even say like you're preaching but I'm saying like you know someone and they've hurt you and they've done wrong and they've you know done all the horrible stuff and then all of a sudden someone comes in and is like no I've repented I'm, I'm under God now and you know I'm praying I, he has forgiven me and I'll continue to pray for forgiveness forgive. I feel like it's the hardest thing because you know when you know a person for what they have done and who they were and like their truth when you have seen their face and their face and their darkness I think it's the hardest thing to forgive those people and to just understand that there's a possibility that they might have actually changed ah <sighs> Yeah, it's always so hard to forgive sometimes. In verse 10, which is the last verse of chapter 3, it says, When God saw that, what they did, and how they turned around from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring them on to destruction. He had threatened. So God forgave him. He was the compassionate God we know him to be. You know, um, the, the country or city he wanted to destroy in 40 days, he forgave them. We would say he forgave them within a week because they turned around their ways within a week. After three, four days, they, they were like, no, this is not our destiny. We don't want to die. We would rather praise the Lord and glorify Him than die. 
Ya. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes it's easier for It's easier for I think sometimes it's always easier for a person to go and preach outside their home where they really don't know people and to preach in your own home where you already know people's stories, their evils, their this and their that. Because when you see them turn around so quickly, you won't understand like how. <laughs> But when you don't know them, it's quite easy. It's quite easy. You'll just be like, oh, the Lord is working in mysterious ways. But be it your mother who probably abused you for years and, you know, caused you harm. If they were to turn around in such a quick, you know, turn, you'll be like, no, no, I don't believe this. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine how, how Jonah was feeling. Uh, but we can only pray that he was a better Christian than me, I guess. <laughs> well, um, I'll end it here, guys. But I'm truly grateful for everyone who's listening. See you again next week. And let's just have a closing prayer. Father, I'm truly grateful. I pray that you may be with anyone who's listened. So that you may be with us also as we're almost going to get to the end of this uh, book of Jonah. I pray, Lord, that you may help us to realize, you know, Uh, aspects of ourselves in this word um, and I'm pretty grateful for you all in Jesus name I pray and I say Amen